0: Hello. OK, so this is a Christmas about a medley, a medley of Christmases in jail. Um, I spent 14 years in prison. I just got out in February. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so my first Christmas in prison, I was thinking, OK, I enjoy Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. I can't wait. Um, it's something to look forward to in this horrible experience. Um, so our treat was popcorn. And I hate popcorn with a passion. And I just figured, okay, this is part of the punishment. Um, And to wash it down, I got Pepsi. And I hate soda. So another year of hell. But it was self-imposed. I did it to myself. I belong there. So um, another Christmas that I remember, um, I had joined a inmate council, and that inmate council was um, – Involved in so many different things, and what we did every year was we donated all of the proceeds and funds from our um, store that we had there to adopt a village, adopt a family, and we would buy them all kinds of gifts and things like that. Well, um, anyway, so from these proceeds, too, we would have parties, and there was 350 of us locked in a gym. You cannot leave. And so someone came up with the bright bright idea of karaoke. (laughs) Yes, Um, with no Christmas songs, yay. (laughs) Yeah, it was just rock songs and everybody enjoys rock songs, right? Um, So nothing is more festive than Linkin Park crawling in your skin. (laughs) Being screamed at you and you cannot leave the gym, you're secured in there. So there was four of them singing it horribly. Yes, it was awesome. I'll never forget that. Um, okay. <laughs> Another thing that we did there is I joined a prison orchestra. And part of that, every year we had a Christmas um, concert for everyone, and we have these guest artists that would come in. And so that's a huge deal for us. It's a it's a big, huge thing for the women that practice for this all year long. And um, so... The, the ticket sales, which which we generate, actually help pay for um, us to be able to continue to play. The instruments, the instruction, everybody that comes in, it, it, it's huge. One day a year, we get to be Cinderella's. One day a year, we get to get out of our canary yellow and be beautiful. And I remember the first concert that we had. It was spectacular because we there's a mindset in there. We know that we're bad. We know that we've hurt you, and we genuinely feel bad about that, and we do not expect anyone to show up and encourage us. And yet the first concert, which was awful, (laughs) people showed up, and I cannot even tell you how empowering and amazing it was to see even just one person, much less 50 to 100 people out there, um, encouraging us to continue this art and this culture and this manifestation of goodness. And I couldn't quit. I had to keep doing it forever. Um, And I'll get back to that. Another Christmas that I remember is going back to the inmate council in the store. I was sitting there, and you mind you, there's three hundred and fifty women who want their shampoo and their hair doodles right now. So I'm focused on them and I'm doing my sales and I'm at the cash register and in comes the chaplain. And behind me is the closet that houses all of the ornaments and Christmas tree and everything for the institution and everyone, every wing, because the institution has wings and there's a faith wing in our institution. Well, he comes in. I don't think anything of it. He's the chaplain. He's the good guy. So he comes in and he's looking around and I'm like, well, that's a little weird. So he goes in, and he sneaks into the room, and he motions for these girls to come in, and they take out all kinds of ornaments. And I'm like, bye, chaplain. Have fun with the ornaments. Well, here comes the sergeant. Sarah, where are the ornaments? Uh, what ornaments? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, the ones that we had in there. You know, we had them all inventoried and the faith wing is the only wing in the institution that has any decorations. Do you know anything about that? (laughs) No, not at all. So the chaplain stole Christmas. (laughs) And I certainly wasn't going to be the one to tell on him. That would be weird. (laughs) I love you, God. Anyway. (laughs) So going back to the concerts. Um, so we have, I've been playing with this this orchestra for nine years. And we just had a concert and our guest artist was number one billboard um, uh, classical music artist last year, Zul Bailey. Huge big deal. Amazing guy. He is just completely awesome. So I actually went back to jail. What was interesting about this is, I got to leave. I had a visitor badge, and I went in there for a very special reason. I went in there because I love those women. They're good people. They made bad choices. I get it. I made, I made some bad choices, too, but everybody changes, and I just wanted to encourage them and show them that I didn't forget them and that I love them. So I went back in there, and I played with them, and it was so awesome. And the most awesome thing was, for the first time, I got to leave with my family this time, and I got to go have dinner with them. And time is so different in there. It's not as relevant. Out here, everything moves so fast, and People don't appreciate things in the same manner. Everything is appreciated, but you grow to appreciate things in a different flavor when they're not so readily available to you. This will be the first year in 15 years that I will actually be able to go home and have my mom's cooking for Christmas. I don't give a crap about some presents. I just care that I can hug my mom whenever I want to. And I'm so excited about it. It's so much better than Zool Bailey. <laughs> he's really cool and he's so handsome. But <laughs> nothing beats mom for Christmas. And I just have to say that there is a different flavor when you've denied yourself the ability to have Christmas and you've denied yourself all of these wonderful, beautiful things. and the appreciation just glows for you and there are good people in there that have made really bad mistakes but just know that they have beautiful beautiful hearts thank you